How do I meet my soulmate? How do I move on from heartbreak? Does my dream relationship even exist? Are, are dating apps the only way I can meet people? Are all relationships this hard? This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Each week, your host dives into sex, love, dating, relationships, and everything in between. Welcome to Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Hey, 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 everyone, it's me, Dr. Love, and welcome to another episode of Between the Sheets with me, Dr. Love. So today we're talking about how access to the internet has impacted our relationships. And it's no secret that the environment that relationships live in today have shifted greatly since probably the 90s. Before the internet was around, people would generally meet their partners or potential partners through mutual friends, a blind date, speed dating, through your own community, your church, work, whatever it was. But there weren't many opportunities to meet people that you didn't know outside your circle of friends or your hometown or your suburb. But the rise of the internet brought along this notion of online dating, what we know it to be today. And these online dating sites and apps where people could really meet strangers or meet their match. And it was all due to this matchmaker algorithm. And as the internet became more accessible to people, almost every home had a computer connected to probably what we would call back then the dial-up. And I don't know if any of you are old enough to even know what that is, but you know, we used to dial up through ADSL or a phone line and use the internet. And it really, you would just meet strangers online and start a relationship without even meeting them, which was foreign in the space of relationships because that never used to happen. So in some ways, though, the internet has been a blessing for relationships and the advancement of our connection with others. But in other ways, it can distance us more from reality. And as we deep dive into this digital era, sometimes we find ourselves not even coming up for some air. Let's look at the pros and cons. So let's look at a positive, the positive impacts of the internet. While we might instinctively go to how the internet has negatively influenced our relationships, because that's the first thing people think, there actually are many ways it has made our relationships better. And something that has become integral for someone like myself, the internet has brought out a new age of therapists and psychologists and counselors and healers and whatever it is that you seek that can solely focus on sex, dating, intimacy to help people that aren't their clients. So for instance, a lot of the education I give and the value I give to people that follow me, they're not all my clients, but we can educate along the way. So the internet has done a world of good by helping society become more accepting and open about taboo topics. And, you know, hands up, there's always something taboo happening on my page because it's not an everyday conversation. So it's non-heteronormative ideas and how we view the world and all of that. So there has been a movement online that discusses everything from, you know, sexuality, the gay and lesbian community, the body positive uh, community mental health issues, relationship dilemmas, infertility, you name it. But it's created a platform for us to be able to speak about things that we normally wouldn't have spoken about prior to the internet. So it has made many groups of people feel like they aren't alone because people are becoming more vocal about the problems that were otherwise shameful or taboo to talk about in previous eras. With online dating apps really booming over the past decade, it's no surprise that you can build a whole relationship with someone online that you've never met 
in real life. And I know it still baffles some people, but it is our reality right now. And what I'm finding, the battle is accepting that this is our reality. It's almost like people are stuck in the fact that it shouldn't be this way. We shouldn't have to meet people online. The reality is life is not the same as it was pre-90s. We don't have the same type of functions. We're not. I remember back in those days, we didn't even work on Sunday. Saturday was half a day. Our lives looked very different. Decades ago, you may have never crossed paths or even, you know, met some of the people that you're meeting online. But today, with this digital landscape, it's easier than ever to meet someone that you could call a soulmate. Or you could even have a healthy relationship that started with an online dating app. And that is okay. So rather than racking up a phone bill on late night calls with your partner, you can actually use lots of apps to chat, send photos, funny videos, memes to each other. There's some connection there happening that we didn't have access to before. So you're also able to show off you and, you know, your boo out there on a date by uploading a photo to Instagram. You can send each other real-time videos on Snapchat. You can tag each other in memes on Facebook, video chats on WhatsApp, make a TikTok together. You can retweet each other on Twitter. There are so many avenues where we can stay connected with our lover and feel like we aren't missing a beat. Plus, you can also send each other consexual sex. So there's been a lot of positive in the internet with relationships. It's not all that bad, but we do need to take note of what the negative impacts have been. So let's look at that now. The negative impacts of the internet while being active online about your relationship is good and it tells the world you're a couple and it's not to show off or to rub it in anyone's face. But, you know, sometimes when you're with a partner, family members that you don't talk to much gets an opportunity to get to know who you're with and It's almost like they build a relationship with someone they've never met before. They live on the other side of the world and they start to understand who your fiance is. They've seen pictures. They've seen some of the stuff you do. So it's not such a bad thing when you're out there telling the world, hey, this is my partner. What it does, it gives people that follow you an opportunity to become part of your relationship as well. But when people aren't careful, they can share very private facts about their lives And then followers can get involved and they can provide unsolicited advice as well as question you about your love life. So there's a fine line here and you've got to be respectful of yourself, your relationship, your space, your privacy, as well as respectful of the people following you. So while it's all well and good to put your partner on your feed, you need to probably be careful if things go haywire, like if you break up. There will be plenty of people asking you why you broke up because they have become part of that journey that you were sharing and they actually feel entitled to that journey because that journey belongs to them because they've been watching the whole time. So that line between friend and follower can become blurred with people not always having your best interests at heart. Sometimes past relationships come up on social media, just out of the blue, which can be quite triggering, especially if it was a traumatic time for you. They often say once something is on the internet, it will stay there forever. So being careful about what you post online is crucial. There's also a lot of room for jealousy to grow when it comes to the internet, like your partner following or liking another person's photo that you may be envious of. And friction between you can start just 
from a simple act of double tapping someone's image. So there's some other little bits and pieces of the internet that can cause stress on a relationship. But what has become detrimental with teenagers, especially young men, is the rise and the accessibility of porn. And I'm not just talking porn, I'm talking extreme porn. When boys are exposed to this type of relationship between two people at such a young age, they can evolve into what they believe real relationships should look like, what real relationships to be and how sex should be experienced. And it's unrealistic. They may start to see women with particular body types as being treated in a certain way because that's what they have seen. And it becomes this toxic behavior in their adult life. Them not knowing where it's come from, but a lot of this viewing online and the accessibility of this type of material is a recipe for them to be in a toxic relationship or an unhealthy relationship. So they aren't exposed to healthy relationships with women early on, which really sets them up for failure. So when they become adults and they try and have a relationship that doesn't turn out to what they envisioned or, you know, the person that they're sleeping with isn't giving them that type of arousal like they had been used to after watching all of this, you know, well, I'll say a violation really to their age, uh, this imagery, they can become quite distant and they can shut themselves off or they can instill this toxic behavior to get what they want. So it really does mess up with them developmentally because let's face it, a lot of the young men aren't really developed cognitively until they're about 21. So anything prior to that can have detrimental effects to their evolution. So final thoughts about this, and we could talk about this all day because there's so many bits and pieces to the internet that impact relationships in both good and bad ways. So there's also other things around, you know, the internet getting in the way of being present in relationships, having accessibility to other women or men, women and men finding relationships quite disposable because they can just swipe and, and, you know, there's another one at their fingertips. All of those conversations we could have over this topic, but obviously I don't have that much time on the podcast. So my final thoughts about some of this internet and relationships, it presents both good and bad. And there really is no denying how it's impacted our relationships greatly in more ways than one. But sometimes we do need to take a moment offline to really reflect on our relationship and how it's evolving and if we are heading in the right direction. And that's important because it doesn't matter how much you're distracted by anything around you, whether it's work, internet, social media, friendship, you always must give your relationship time to reflect and evolve and make sure you're on the right path together. It also helps to take a moment to think, am I affected by this because it's true to my relationship or because the internet has made me feel this way? So whenever you get a little bit triggered by something in your relationship or something online, I want you to have a think about the truth of it. Is there evidence to suggest that this is real? Am I affected by this because it is true in my relationship? Not that you think it's true. It is true. I have fact. It is true to my relationship or because the internet has made me feel this way. So you've been almost manipulated or coerced by what you've been watching to feel that way. So access to the internet has created this paradox for our relationships because it simultaneously helps us connect to others, but it also gives us the other side 
where it allows us to become disconnected from reality. I would say make sure you make it a daily practice to reconnect with reality. Just ground yourselves and remember not everything you see on social media is true. I'm going to leave it at there. If you've got some comments, questions, or anything you'd like to share, please send them through. This is Dr. Love. I'll catch you on the next episode. See ya. Thanks for listening to the podcast with Dr. Love. For all show notes and resources mentioned in this episode, head to www.drlove.com. That's D-R-L-U-R-V-E.com. Got a question for Dr. Love? Email her at ask at doctor.love.com. Love the show. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review or share it with your friends. Thanks for listening, lovers. We'll see you on the next episode. This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love.